Hey everybody, welcome to the Twistcast, the official podcast of the Twisted Cape. My name is Sam. I'm Jesse. I'm Mike. All right, guys, what are we going to be talking about tonight? So we got hit with some really big news this week. Big news. Starting, so we're going to start tonight with talking about this uh, Disney-Fox merger. And in case you haven't heard, uh, Disney purchased Fox for the cool sum of about $54 billion. Mm-hmm. Just just walking around cash. Yeah, look, for Disney, it actually probably is. Probably. It's chump change. So what are your thoughts on how this deal went down? I'm a little hesitant just because I don't know like not to say like Fox was doing well with all these characters that they've had so far they haven't been they they really haven't but they've been uniquely terrible in Fox's own way so I'm I don't know there's something about it I'm like I'm curious to see where it goes but like you've also got properties like Deadpool now like is Disney going to really allow it to be as raunchy as it's been? So my friend Paul actually pointed something out to me that <laughs> it's so, so goddamn stupid. ICP used to be on Disney's like music label. Yeah. ICP. Really? I, Insane Clown, Clown Posse. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, whatever. But yeah, they're pretty vulgar. So okay. that leads me, that gives me a little bit of faith that Deadpool is going to be Deadpool. Okay. Well, I mean, they Disney has shown that they can let people have creative freedom and go that extra mile. Um, so, I mean, personally, in my opinion, they they have given me the faith to, you know, they they can go forward with all these darker titles. I agree. You know, so I'm I'm not honestly not too worried about that. Um, it was a first thought, sure, but. Uh, I I really think they're going to let the people have creative freedom, especially because they the movies have had such success um, with the way that they were. And Disney and Marvel, they really are sticking to a formula. They know it works, and they know not to change it, really, if it is working. Yeah. So they're seeing movies like Deadpool, which broke records, um, you know, in terms of money coming in for an R-rated title, I don't think they're going to change that because that's Play money. Yeah. You know, it's money. So Now, I did see that the CEO of Disney actually said, we have no plans to change Deadpool. Oh my God. Deadpool is going to continue to be who he is and operate in the, in the space as far as the R-rating uh, uh, that, it's, that it has been. So that's encouraging. Yeah. Um, honestly, first time I heard about it, I, I thought to myself, Ah, there's no way that happens. I mean, that's pie in the sky. It'd be nice to have all the t- characters back together, but no, nah, there's no way. And then it picked up some steam, and then it cooled off, and then it got real close over the last week or so. And I was like, oh my God, could this actually happen? Could we really get Avengers and X-Men and Spider-Man, sort of, and Fantastic and- Four yeah. all under the same umbrella? Like, my brain almost couldn't handle it. And then it went down, and I lost my mind. It was so groundbreaking to me. Do you think that it, it would even work to have all those properties in the same movie? The I think it would be, movie, honestly, way too overwhelming. I think it's too much if you're going to do it all in the same movie. One or two characters from each of the properties, maybe. But even that, that's, that's a bit of a stretch. But 
All right, so at this point, I'm going to be greedy as hell. I want it. I need it. Yes, we, we want it, but at the same time... But, I mean, you're going to do what Marvel has done so well on the movie end, which is you build a groundwork. You're not going to rush it. So, however, they decide to introduce mutants into the MCU. However, they decide to introduce um, the, some of the guys on the co- cosmic side. However, they decide to do uh, Fantastic Four. You know, it's going to be a slow burn. It's not going to be, uh, hey, guys, we've been here all this time and haven't done shit. Yeah. Hey, respect my powers now. So I think my biggest question with it, though, especially when it comes to, like the X-Men properties, because those are the most grounded at this point. Yeah. Um, what are they going to do about casting? Because we've got New oh. Mutants and Dark Phoenix coming out next year. And then we've still got Deadpool doing his thing, which they better not touch Deadpool at all as far as casting, because... God's perfect little idiot is perfect for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it's... as far as the rest of them, I mean, there was... Hugh Jackman obviously said that Logan was going to be his final Wolverine film unless he could work with the Avengers. Well, yeah, and, and honestly, I'm a little bit disappointed. I mean, I won't say that I was expecting it 100%, but he did say Logan was his last run um, you know, on the character unless he was introduced into the MCU and now that it's a possibility or not a possibility it's it could be completely inevitable but he said that he's done with the character so so yeah the the two things that I'm gonna say here one uh I've seen recent interviews where Hugh Jackman was like nope that's it I'm done I'm not getting into it the second thing I'm gonna say is hold on because once somebody pushes that check across the table and they see what they could potentially earn, he's like, like, oh, all right, I'm in. Let's do this. You know, it, it, money's a very powerful thing. It, it is. However, uh, for everybody who doesn't know, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. And yes, this is relevant. Um, Hugh Jackman is actually very good friends with Jerry Seinfeld. If you guys don't know, um, Seinfeld had nine seasons on TV. Um, By the ninth season, NBC wanted Seinfeld to do another season for an astronomical amount of money. But Seinfeld wanted to back out before he felt that the tank was, the creative tank was left empty on his show. Now, recently, Seinfeld had uh, a dinner with Hugh Jackman and Hugh was talking to Jerry about whether or not he should continue with the Wolverine character. And Interesting. Yes. And Jerry reminded Hugh, um, this is what I did with the show. And take it, take it as you will, but that's my philosophy on it. And Hugh Jackman actually left dinner with Jerry, saw him a few nights later, and told him that he is done with the character. Yeah. I, I feel like if Hugh does end up coming back as Wolverine one more time, he should only do it if he actually wants to do it, not just because of the paycheck. Because if you get a character who's coming back to reprise yeah. this world that everyone loves and he half-asses it, it's going to be a disappointment for everyone. Mm-hmm. So unless he truly wants to do it, then he shouldn't do it. Right. Well, here's a crazy thing, right? There is precedent to have him continue with the old man Logan character. Because 
you may not know this. Wolverine died in comics. I guess it was last year, maybe the year before. I can't really remember. Um, but he he dies, and then we get a time displaced or universe displaced. I don't remember which old man Logan in regular continuity. So there's there's a book I'm reading right now, X Men Gold, I believe it is, and the Wolverine of that team is Old Man Logan. Yeah, but I don't think that Marvel will necessarily go for any any um, any stories that have to do with time displacement. Um, I, Barry, I, exactly. <laughs> I I just don't think they're going to do it because th- for the casual viewer. Mm. They're going to walk into it and not know what the hell is going on. All of a sudden, you know, they they had Wolverine, um, I guess in Apocalypse, who is, you know, mid- middle-aged, and then seemingly years later have uh, 30-year-old... Yeah, look. 30, after 30 years the, older. After the Logan. seeing Logan in March where, spoiler alert, he dies. Yeah. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. I think that no matter what happens, it's going to be confusing for the casual viewer. Like comics in general are incredibly confusing. It's it's a long, long, windy road. It's a long game. You have to be truly invested. Now, once they start looking at ways to incorporate some of these other characters, Fantastic Four. Oh, wasn't there already a Fantastic Four movie? Yeah, there were like There's three. Two of them. <laughs> three. Well, two sets. Yeah, two sets. But, you know, you already had these three movies establishing continuity of these characters. You've had God knows how many X-Men movies since, like, 2000. Like, so you're going to recast all that. To, to the casual viewer, this is going to be like, oh, man, this is a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And when did they all get together? How did they all get together? But to all of us, we're like, oh, well, I can I can definitively place continuity here. To us, it's a whole new story arc. Yeah, it's a whole exactly. new series. You know what, though? I think... They're never going to do it, but say they won't. Yeah, <laughs> I think that Marvel actually has a huge opportunity on their hands. Uh, obviously, with all these new properties, but to distribute the storytelling across the different mediums that they have at their disposal. So, um, I'm going to say that the majority of casual viewers for Marvel have a Netflix account and have watched probably and have watched Marvel shows on Netflix. Now what they could do because a gripe with a lot of comic fans is that the movies don't necessarily tie in to the Netflix series or just the TV shows. Disappointingly. Yes. So what if they took these new properties, introduced them through the storylines of their Marvel series on Netflix, and then once it came time to put them in the movie, a lot of casual viewers would be like, oh, well, that's cool. I actually saw them on this show, so now I kind of have a grasp for what's going on, how they got here, vice, you know, whatever. In theory, I can see that working, but the thing is, once you start doing that for one series, you're going to have to do that for all the characters. You're going to want to bring Daredevil into the movies. You're going to want to bring Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and all of them into the movies. Yeah, that's true. And I, I don't honestly, I don't see any reason why they're not doing that. Um, it, because it like Daredevil is a main character. Luke Cage yes. become like to like eventually in the comics becomes a main character. He's mm-hmm. like an anchor for several Avengers teams. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, Iron Fist is so crazy important to the mystical side of the Marvel Universe. I mean, he is All right, I know, He's I know. Iron, Iron Fist. I know, defender and protector of Kunlun. I, I got it, got it. But he's still important. Um, God. And Punisher. Punisher's also fairly... He was a huge know, part visible. of Civil War. Yeah, so, like, yeah, huge arc in Civil War. Yeah. Didn't have him in that. Nope. <laughs> uh, I mean, so, I mean, they already kind of sort of owe us that. You know, to, to cross these things over, and they do it with Agents of Shield from time to time, but no, it's not. It no, it's not as big as it used to be. But it's just it. It'd be nice if they did that, but then they're gonna have to go back and do it for everything. So I feel like if you haven't done it by this point, don't start now, unless they make it where you know, because the Fantastic Four, uh, a monumental team, X Men monumental team jessica jones luke cage daredevil yes they're great characters and yes they have great places in the universe but they're not necessarily monumental like x-men and fantastic four are so if you introduce them into the universe there could be that um what's the word i'm looking for delineation between the street level and the people that go above and beyond like Fantastic Four traveled to other other freaking universes, you know, X-Men, they're global, you know, they're everywhere. Yeah, I mean, so, you have to, you separate your heroes by, like, street level, your your world, your your global heroes, and then you have your cosmic and, and even, at times, universe hopping heroes. Yeah. So, I mean, you have all these varying levels, and you have so much potential now, especially with today's visual effects. It, you could do so many crazy things. Doctor Strange alone, that whole series where he's out of his body and just showing you all these different realms, like that is a mind trip. Like immediately, you yeah. could you could do so much cool stuff from here. And for sure, while we're talking about TV shows revolving around these characters, let's move away from the Marvel Netflix stuff and go toward like the FX X Men shows that they have going on. What's going to happen with those now? I actually think that was developed in conjunction with Marvel, and I think Marvel now technically owns FX, so I they don't do. think that show is going anywhere, anytime. The only thing that they don't own, I believe, are like the, the broadcasting. Yeah. Like they anything on the broadcasting side. Um, they own the TV studios. I know that much. They might but own the studios, but... They don't own... Uh, as, far, as far as I'm aware, they don't own um, the news portion... And they don't own the sports portion. Right. And the actual Fox channel itself, they don't own either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was talking more on the fact of what are they going to do with like Legion now? Like what are they, are they going to try and like incorporate that a little bit more into the Marvel stuff or are they going to leave it as B? You know, that's a good question. I really don't know. I would hope that you find a way to keep it going and maybe start to weave it in a little bit because it's supposed to be. If I remember correctly, I thought it was billed as being set in the X Men universe. Yes. So Legion's all about mutants, and so then why not just bring it on over? Find out, like, look, just brand new continuity day one. I mean, you're spoiler. I'm, I'm sorry, you're already kind of dealing with Shadow King already. Like, you might as well just just keep it going. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> just. <laughs> uh, it's not, I mean, they explained that by like episode four. It's not that. Yeah. yeah. That, that, not that big of a spoiler. Yeah. 
but I don't see any reason not to. And, and I mean, it's so good. I would love to see that brought in and dealt with other characters that possibly deal with some of the more metaphysical things like a ghost rider. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, what, what character interactions do you want now? <laughs> like, cause, cause now you have, you got, you got just about everything. I think I there want... are only a few characters that they don't own right now. And I think they're mostly, they're Hulk's, she-hulk i think and a bunch of stuff that's at sony which is a shame because uh, there are some pretty cool storylines you can do there but what what do you i want, want beyond all else spider-man and deadpool yeah kind of would love that i don't know i really don't know if that would work um for a movie if they were to do if they were to do it right no, it doesn't have to be a movie just the interactions between characters Okay. I want that Deadpool obsession with Spider-Man. I just want to <laughs> see them. I want to see him like madly in love with it for some reason. Yeah. Okay. Um, That'd be fun. That, that's probably at the top of my list. My mind just go automatically goes to Spider-Man Deadpool movie, which I don't think would ever happen because it's oh, two yeah. I, completely I don't different think so. audiences. It's hard. But aren't they just the same audience? Well, I mean... For us, <laughs> I know, I know. For us, it would be. I'm not. I'm not taking my my ten year old godson to see a Spider Man Deadpool movie. There's yeah. no way that's rated PG anything. No. I hope it wouldn't be. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be. Uh, I mean, there there's some pretty storied companionships here. Um, Spider Man and fan, uh, Human Torch. We'll say basically yeah. Spider Man. They're, they're really good friends. Like like really good friends. So that's an interaction that we can see now. Um, Pretty much anything with Spider-Man. Yeah, of course. Look, <laughs> look Spider-Man Spider-Man's so universal. It's it's almost too much so. Spider-Man, Wolverine. Oh, man. Oh, God. Wolverine hates Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and loves and loves Spider-Man. Yeah. It's so great. <laughs> I, I want to see a symbiote Spider-Man fight Wolverine. That would be pretty sweet. Oh, speaking of fighting Wolverine, we can now get Hulk versus Wolverine. Oh. 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 Just imagine the carnage. Oh. So good. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. That'd be nice, too. But I don't think they have access to carnage, unfortunately. Yeah. No, I think don't. like most of the villains are still under Sony's control. It's so dumb. Speaking of villains... Uh, we can now get some decent villains. Yes. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom for sure. He's Galactus. Galactus. Uh, I saw something on Twitter where James Gunn was talking about, hey, this is really exciting to have some yes. of these cosmic wink wink uh, like properties now available to me. So I think he's going Silver Surfer I almost immediately. So. He is definitely going to eat that shit up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it's crazy because, like, you know, he's mapping out Guardians 3 right now. And he's got a little while before it starts production. Mm -hmm. So he can completely alter. And it's not just something stupid and shoehorned in. Like, it can be really focused on, hey, there's this herald of this Galactus. And I, I just kind of... I kind of want a comic book accurate Galactus, like a giant purple dude with that helmet. You like, mean you don't want what they did in Fantastic stop, Four? Stop two? it! Stop it right now. <laughs> yeah, but that I really I need that. No, 
you know what? I don't want a Galactus with a helmet. I want a Galactus without a helmet, and I want him to be fucking bald. Cue ball bald, just like Thanos. <laughs> well, I, he, he is. He is. I mean, there was a there's a Fantastic Four story where, you know, Galactus is just a guy. His name is Galen, I believe. I know. I'm I'm such a nerd. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so many there's so many options here. Uh, that Spider-Man juggernaut fight uh, that happens in the comics, you can get that now. Um, you can get a proper Illuminati. You can get the... Um I'm the juggernaut bitch in the MCU. <laughs> uh, can I please have that? Like, I need that. I need that really badly. I actually have a shirt that says I'm the juggernaut bitch. When nice. we, we get a video cast up and running, I'm wearing that thing. Do it. It's good. Uh, man, I can't really, uh, off the top of my head, think of any other really, really strong. Oh, oh man, we can get a uh, Black Panther in Storm. Because like I, I've discussed before, they get married. Yeah, that would tie in very, really cool. very well. And and they, that would actually make sense going forward with um, Black Panther future solo films. Yeah, because they ended up, they end up uh, divorcing. Yeah, you know, and yeah, that that could be going their separate ways. Yeah. Also, you could uh, you can finally do a. I don't know if you guys know about Kang, uh, the Conqueror. But he's like a time traveler, classic Avengers villain. But for some reason, the rights ended up at Fox. And you can do that now. Like, again, time travel gets a little tricky. But um, that's that's something that's now available to you. Like, you have so many different possibilities. So uh, that's really excited. Uh, exciting. Ugh. Margaritas. <clears throat> so... Uh, have you thought about why it may not work? Well, I I really think that the biggest reason that it wouldn't work is because of what I said in the beginning. It's just too too much for people to digest at once. I really yeah. think they could. I don't think they will, but it could be done very poorly. They're, they have so much to work with. And have faith in Marvel, Kevin. Yeah, I w- <laughs> For those of you who haven't uh, listened to our previous podcast, we have now established that whenever we refer to um, Kevin Feige, we will... Feige. See, this is the problem that we ran into last time. Now we just refer to him as Marvel Kevin. Um, so I think Marvel Kevin has done a great job at managing the properties that we have now. And the advantage that they had was a lot of the characters weren't the most popular um, to begin with. And the movies made them um, extremely popular. But now you have the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, which have already had multiple failed movies and are now being brought into this universe where they're expected to do well. That might put some pressure on the studio, on the writers. It just it goes top down. So anywhere along that line, somebody might think that, oh, well, this might not necessarily be the greatest story, but hey, it'll draw people in and it gets this movie out on time 
in the place, in the timeline for the MCU. There's so much to work with, and uh, I don't know. I just think that's it's a very real possibility that they could drop the ball on one of these properties. Um, but eh. look, the Marvel machine has yet to fail. Right, their track record it, it makes it not likely. I'm just saying that that yeah, is a that's, possibility. That's a valid concern. And um, like I'd mentioned before, um, Marvel at this point is kind of hoping that three and four, Avengers three and four rather, will act as kind of like a divide between old Marvel and what they're going for in the future, essentially. So this could be the time that the opportune time for them to start introducing these characters in this new MCU that they're going to start establishing after this. Yeah. And they, they could use this opportunity to establish the, I guess they, they could go off comic book really with these properties and I make, really hope not. And make like a whole new Avengers team from from these properties that they have. You know, like we're going to have some people killed off at the end of this phase. They're going to start building up the the new team, you know, after this. So they could add in people from these new properties. I mean, hope, hopefully they do, because, I mean, you got to keep in mind that the Avengers roster has often incorporated members of the Fantastic Four, of the Defenders, of the X-Men. Like, the, it, it is a huge melting pot. Guardians, even, at times. I mean, Avengers becomes so um, universe-spanning, the concept. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's unbelievable. Um, so something else that me and my buddy Vern, we talked about, like, a lot back in the day when this was like super pie in the sky, like no rumors, nothing had been reported. Um, like we talked about the fact that, you know, if Marvel had all these rights, we wouldn't have an Iron Man. We wouldn't have a Captain America. You're the true. temptation to put out a new Spider-Man every three years, the temptation to put out an, X, an X-Men or Wolverine movie every three years, it's, it's so high because it's going to make you – a crap ton of money like you we wouldn't have had blade if marvel had the rights we wouldn't have had a guardians of the galaxy which did fantastic for marvel like you like we would just wouldn't have these things and uh if if that's the route that they go which i don't think they will i mean i think they have like they can't fail like ant-man should have been just an absolute bomb and it wasn't it was a huge hit guardians should have been a huge bomb. Like, not even close. They did, they told you so little about it in the marketing, and then you saw it, and it was just like, word of mouth went crazy. Like, you need to go see Guardians of the Galaxy right now. Well, the thing that the Marvel, that, okay, the Marvel machine does so well is they always seem to get it one huge thing right to draw people into it. Like you said, Guardians of the Galaxy, they didn't have much. But God damn it, when you watched that trailer for it, you loved the music and how, yeah. and oh, how yeah. it yeah. fit with everything there. Ant-Man, that is just a testament to their casting. They, I don't think they have miscast one person yet in this MCU. I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong. But with all these new properties, if they... I feel like they are going to cast the perfect people that you almost forget that these other things existed. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Like, keep in mind how integral Marvel Marvel was to casting Tom Holland as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't like we know who the hell this kid was, and then you see him, and you're just like, yeah, he's, that's perfect. That's great. Paul Rudd is Ant Man. Perfect. Yep. Uh, and let's not forget the obvious big one, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Of course. Yeah. Like the one star at all. Coming like, coming off of a you know drug and and alcohol addictions, he hadn't done anything for years except for Tropic Thunder, um, freaking funny. Which is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Yeah. But he hadn't done anything in so long, and then here you go. Let's start this huge, huge franchise. And they didn't know it was going to be this which big. Which they didn't know it was going to be at the time. It's ridiculous. They just took a chance. Oh, man. It's just, it's so awe-inspiring to just know that 10 years ago, like, we got this Iron Man movie. I was excited for it. You guys were probably excited for it. But my then-girlfriend, now-wife, would not have been excited for it. She goes to see it, falls in love with it. And it's like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then they just keep building and keep building and keep building. And now it's like almost like a yearly fervor. Like you can't, you can't miss it. Nope. I still remember at the very beginning when like they first started throwing out all these properties and stuff. And then probably about like 2010 or so, they were like, oh, by the way, we're going to start doing an Avengers movie. I was like, excuse me, what? We're going <laughs> to, you're going to do what now? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yes, please. This is exciting. Uh, and then it's like, you know, we get to see, it's just, it's such a dream come true to see all these characters together. Like I never thought it would happen. I, like there was like, it was pie in the sky for so long. And then the talks, man, like I just, I just don't even get how it happened or why it happened, but I'm just happy that it did. I'm curious though, like, because Disney now owns them, do you then just build a marvel park with everything in it because you have marvel stuff spread out like it's a universal you have a little bit in like disney world but like i would go they're building. i know they're building a star wars park which (laughs) i'm super excited for but if you get the opportunity to go to a full marvel themed park and they do some of the ridiculous. I don't know if you guys guys have been to Disney World in the last like ten years or so. I have never been. Oh. Never been to Disney. Well, I dudes, mean, I to be fair, I grew up in L.A. We didn't have Disney World. We had Disneyland. That's true. That's true. However, like if you like theme parks, I love them. Like Disney is. I, I can't explain to you how amazing it is. They take such detail and pay so much attention to the rides and the and the the film clips that you see in there. And I really want to see that done for a Marvel park. Like, I, like the Spider-Man Riot Universal. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. They would probably take that and multiply it by like 50 at a Disney park. So good. So, I mean, there's so many different options now. That's, it's exciting. It's really exciting. Um, so, there's uh, a little bit that actually affects the MCU with this deal. Right, so yes, the the big wigs have signed off on it. Uh, now it moves through a lot of different pieces of, of litigation and governmental review, and this could take up to eighteen months. So we may not get everything as soon as we'd like. 
like I was saying before, like they still need to do Avengers three and four and everything that goes in between there. Mm -hmm. So they they still got time to do all this stuff first. Yeah. I mean, in the meantime, they can start planning and start thinking, okay, this is what we kind of want to do. Yeah. I know Marvel Kevin said he he really wants to get his hands on the X-Men characters, which to me is super exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, That guy knows what he's doing. They probably already started casting. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. They're they're so forward thinking in that manner, um, yeah. Marvel has a good awareness of all the actors' schedules and workload that they cast into the MCU. They know how much work that they're going to have to put in to each film that they do, uh, you know, as well as everything else that they're doing outside of those movies. So they're they're going to give them a good heads up. Like, this is what we plan on doing for the next five years. Can you sign on to this? What commitments do you have? No. So, I really do think, I mean, nothing has been said, obviously, because the deal has just went through. But if I had to put money on it, I, I would definitely say they know who, a good idea of who they're casting for X-Men and Fantastic Four. So, what do you think... What do you think they do first out of the gate? Do you first of all, do you think it's a movie or a TV show? I think to reach a bigger audience, they're going to probably do a movie because they know that the Marvel movies have done so well so far. The Netflix shows, I feel like, are on a slow decline recently. Punisher kind of brought it back up a little bit. Yeah, but I feel like a movie is going to be their best bet. Yeah, I mean, it definitely will be their best bet. However, do you think that they're going to introduce them straight up with a movie? Or do you think they're going to... It again falls into their whole scheme of things, their whole timeline. Where do they expect to start doing this stuff? Yeah. Are yeah. they going to start bringing in a first movie in 2019? Or are they going to do like 2020, 2021 at this point? Also, like Spider-Man, for his first I don't know, foray into the MCU, do you think that they're going to have other MCU characters tie them into their first film? That would be the smartest thing they could possibly do. Because even though Iron Man wasn't in Homecoming a lot, he was in it just enough to go, okay, that's right. There's still this other touch point to the rest of the universe. So who would you want to see as that connection between like the X-Men and the rest of the MCU then? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like Spider-Man is probably the obvious choice, but he's still a very young person in the MCU yeah. to this point. I would actually probably say no Spider-Man because uh, this is hard for me to say as a guy who loves Spider-Man as much as he does. You run the risk of Spider-Man overexposure. True. And and you don't want that fatigue because you just got him back. And it's he, he's so right. The, the actor's so right for the role. The, the franchise has been so good. By the way, I don't know if you saw the directors coming back for the second one. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would not want it to be Spider-Man. Uh, let me think about it for a second. Do you – so while you're thinking about that, one storyline that I thought would tie in – oh, what's up? It could be if we're – if you want to start doing that whole Panther Storm romance thing, it could be Panther. It could be. That's actually Especially not since bad. he's a character that hasn't gotten too much exposure at this point. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one storyline that I really thought would play well, because um, you're bringing in the whole 
mutant um, idea to the MCU now. Yeah. And I think that it would be a really cool storyline to bring from Spider-Man the Animated Series where Spider-Man his that that mutant gene that he now has starts to kind of deteriorate on him. Yeah. And he seeks out the help of Professor X. Yeah. Huh. Could be interesting. And he, you know, he he tries to get help through through that. That could introduce the X-Men to the MCU. Where have they been? Um, I don't know. Just a thought. Big question, though. I just thought about this. So they've established in the MCU so far, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver weren't actually mutants, but rather miracles. Yes. And like the result of experimentation and stuff. So what are they going to do about that now? That's a good question. And then like you have this really weird thing where Quicksilver is dead, but Quicksilver is alive. Exactly. Are they just going to like erase everything that's happened to this point in the X-Men stuff or are they just going to ignore that? Or are they going to try and spin it off as like, Oh yeah, that kind of happened, but like not exactly or. Well, I mean, and then, I mean, you have the fact that you may, I don't know what the contracts look like, but you may not have Scarlet Witch for, for very much longer. Like you just, you just don't know. Hmm. Uh, that's, that's tough. Yeah. What do you guys think? Let us know. Leave a comment. Yeah, definitely. Send us an email. Theories. Go theory crazy. We love that stuff. Yeah. Take me down the rabbit hole, baby. So another upcoming movie that's been teased for a while now was a Gambit solo film with Channing Tatum as Gambit. So now with this whole deal that's going on between Disney and Fox, you have to wonder what's the state of that now? Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of movies on the docket that they really haven't the, I mean, dates are already have placeholders, and we really don't know what's going on with them, top to bottom. Gambit being one of them. Actually, that one is one I'm really uh, interested in, because I really want to see how they do it, how they pull that off. Yeah. What story they draw from, that kind of stuff. And I mean, they have a ton of movies um, on the docket, especially even starting next year. Um, so, obviously, we know we have a Black Panther movie coming out next year, which is already cool. Because that's at Disney. But then at Fox, you have New Mutants. Again, may not matter because the deal may not be solidified yet. But that you know, that's still another movie. Then we have Infinity War and Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2, again, being left alone. Um, Ant-Man Wasp. Uh, we're going to skip that Sony stuff. And then we have Dark Phoenix next year. Um, but then you have things like Gambit, Captain Marvel... Then another Avengers film, and then there's there's points where there are untitled Fox Marvel films. So what were what was already in development? Is it Deadpool three? Is that the um, uh, X Force movie, hmm. which they were talking about, which was going to be hyper violent? Um, there, there's so many possibilities there. Um, you know, you had a, p- a potential for a Fantastic Four movie. Does Marvel get these dates now? Like, we have no idea. Uh, and, and that's that's interesting in and of itself. Um, you know, just just going through and looking at it all, there's so many things that could potentially happen. Um, and as we as we look f- to the future, 
we may finally get a a worthy Fantastic Four. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, that would be super cool. We'd finally get a Doom that do, it's done justice. We could. <laughs> I don't think it would happen, but we get like a Mole Man movie. Oh my God, no. <laughs> don't make that happen. Marvel Kevin, don't do it. Don't do it. Do it right now. Like, do they reboot in humans? Like, do they go back? Because that, I don't know if you guys watched any of that show. Uh, like, I watched it because I I had to watch it, but. I heard it wasn't I was not, that great. I was not pleased at all. Lockjaw looked really cool. And how they did the teleporting effects, really cool. But I was just thoroughly disappointed. As, as a matter of fact, it got towards the end. And I was actually falling asleep during like one of the episodes. And I was just like, just so disinterested. Yikes. Um, but, you, I mean, you could change all that now. You have the opportunity. Namor is a big character. Oh, man, yeah. A, t- supposed to be original mutant, you know. Um the, for the first one that we know about, and then you could rope him into uh, the original uh, invaders uh, back in the day. So you had Captain America and Namor, original Human Torch, like just a bunch of characters during World War Two. Yeah, Howling yeah. Commandos. Like you could you could retcon some stuff here. Definitely could. Um, and I know we we discussed a little bit about how you bring these characters in. Um. And we talked about Scarlet Witch a little bit. Um, so there's there's a really cool storyline, and, and there, I mean there there are a lot of different stories that we can see, uh, but one is uh, Disassembled, where uh, she basically goes crazy and breaks the Avengers apart altogether. Uh, Hawkeye dies. Uh, she Hulk goes crazy, and and there's another Avenger who's n- not even close to being included. Who, who gets killed, um, but you could you could kind of reconfigure the story to make her the reason that the X gene starts and bring the bring the mutants in that way. Uh, okay. You, so, so so then what where does that leave Professor X then? I like mean, he's he's been you know his story is he he's been a mutant all of his life and, Him and he's Magneto. a leading that's true scientist like, but yeah. do you need necessarily to have professor x and magneto be mutants all their lives you'd you have them learn and struggle as well i mean the the newest iteration of those movies has done that as well but you could also have her like tear space a hole in the time space continuum and cause a convergence of universes that's we're going back to that point that we brought up earlier where we thought maybe they could just do like this whole explanation but it's going to i mean we already established this it's going to confuse yeah. people to yeah. have x-men come in randomly like that anyway Absolutely. but i feel like a convergence of universes like that will be even more confusing yeah yep. so i feel like they're going to try and avoid doing something like that i agree i agree but um i do i do think that of all the stories um that uh, Scarlet, which one would be the most plausible? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, hey, like like I said earlier, we're only three guys coming up with ideas for yeah. this for this massive massive um, deal that just went through, and all the possibilities that could come about from this. Um, we really want to know what you guys think. So please leave us comments uh, on the SoundCloud page, on the Twistcast page, on our website, um, even on our our um, Twisted Cape Facebook page. We want to know what you guys think. Um, well, 
we'll discuss them in uh, future podcasts because, hey, this is what we're here to do. If you guys bring up interesting things, we're going to talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely true. Absolutely true. So you guys have anything else? Uh, just a quick couple of minor stories that I'd like to kind of see moving forward in, a, in addition to a potential disassembled storyline. Okay. Uh, that Kree Scroll War, um, which would be super cool um, because uh, we, we discussed earlier that um, you're bringing in Captain Marvel. And she's apparently dealing with the with the Kree, and there's been Kree already in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Agents of Shield. Um, I mean, you, you just have a lot of opportunity there. Um, also, you could involve the Shi'ar and the Starjammers now, which would be really cool. Uh, you could do a Secret Invasion storyline. Oh yeah, uh, which if you don't know, it's where uh, Earth gets infiltrated by Skrulls. Who take on the obvi- their shapeshifters? So they take on the shape of some of our heroes and start using their powers and ev- effectively replace them and start to turn Earth into like a potential homeworld for them. It's absolutely bananas and it actually starts off in that disassembled storyline that I talked about earlier. Uh, super cool. I would love to see something like that happen. I'm not going to say that it will, but you know what? I think we ignored a super super obvious story that could absolutely 100% happen secret wars true oh my god yeah because iron man in my opinion has been kind of he's he's trying to bring up peter to take leadership in like a leadership role inside the avengers he's brilliant um and he just has a ton of potential I think that that could be a tie-in to bring in the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, um, have all those character developments happen. Even a proper Venom story. Even a proper Venom story. Um, So you can have all those character interactions happen within this space, and then it's done. No, no one necessarily remembers what happened, but now you're introduced to all these characters, and now you're back into this, the the MCU as everybody knows it. Thing about the Venom though, isn't Venom still controlled by Sony? Sony, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't have to have Venom in there. Obviously, it is what we all want, but I'm that, just tossing it out there, man. Yeah. Just tossing it out there. So you could have all these other heroes introduced into this movie. So, and I think uh, think that about does it. Um, we talked about a ton of stories that that could happen from this major major deal, um, Disney acquiring Fox and all of its properties. Um, let us know what you guys think, and thanks for stopping by, guys. I'm Sam. I'm Mike. I'm Jesse. And keep it twisted, everybody. <laughs>